Welcome to Folk and Beyond with Air Stephen for a journey into contemporary folk music from all over the planet. You listen to some hot gypsy jazz at WTJU Charlottesville, 91.1, the sound choice in central Virginia. Thank you. 
612 from Gonzalo Bagara off of his brand new CD. Or actually, it's not too new. It's 2007 now, I believe, is the date on it. And I may be saying this wrong, and I'm sure he'll correct me if I am. Portina Soledad. Just some ripping, fiery licks there from Gonzalo Bagara. And you know, Gonzalo, is B612, is this a supplement you're on or something that gives your fingers that kind of energy? <laughs> That's funny. No, it's actually um, I got the title from that song from from a book called uh, The Little Prince. That's the that was the planet where he came from. That was a book that I really liked when I was a little kid. So you know, it's it's instrumentals. It's hard to name instrumentals, you know, because what what do you how do you name them? You know, when they don't have lyrics when they're not really about anything specific. So I remember that book and. That's how I titled the song. Everybody thinks it's vitamins, but no, it's not. <laughs> well, in this day of, you know, certain supplements, but that's very interesting that it's a children's book. Yeah. And it's lived with you. And, and you know, you're you're somewhat still a child. You're, I don't think you're even 30 yet, are you? Uh, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm definitely still a child, yeah. <laughs> you can ask my girlfriend, that's what she's saying. <laughs> Well, well, Gonzalo, the first time I met you, you came through at Charlottesville, and you were in the rhythm chair in the John Jurgensen Quintet. Yes, I was. I was. Uh, I played with John. I played rhythm for John for about almost for three years, and uh, it was really an incredible experience. Everybody in the band was so much older than me and so much more experienced. That um, every day was an incredible learning experience. You know, so. I, I really learned a lot, and they were incredible people, so it really helped me out to eventually be able to do what I'm doing right now, which is the same thing, but playing lead. And you're from Buenos Aires? Yes, I was born in Buenos Aires, and I lived there, I grew up there until I was 19, and then I, I moved to uh, here to the States. the type of music that you're now playing didn't just get there directly. I was reading about you and, you know, through your teen years, it was like the Beatles and the Stones and Pink Floyd and Hendrix and Stevie Ray Vaughan and and uh, some blues people and, and like Muddy Waters and B.B. King. And, and I think I read in there somewhere like ACDC. Yeah, I was incredibly in love and still am with, uh, with you know, blues, all kinds of blues, traditional blues, and some of the more modern guitar players, like you mentioned, you know, like Albert Collins or Freddie King, Albert King. I was in love with all this, the blues music from here, so that's mainly, that's part of the reason why I ended up here. You know, I wanted to, to come to America and be a blues man. But then, about a year later, I saw that movie, the Woody Allen movie, 
Sweet and Loda. Oh, that one with, uh, um, um, not Sean Penn, was it? Yeah, it was Sean Penn. Yeah, and Uma Thurman. Uh, and know. Sean Penn played kind of the yeah, drunk guitar player that idolized Django Reinhardt or something? Yeah. Ah. Emmett Ray, the second best guitar player in the world. <laughs> which I thought I was one of the people that thought he was real. So I looked him up on the internet and downloaded his files and, and ended up being Howard Alden, the, the, the great jazz guitar player. So I started learning that. And, and Bucky Pazzarelli, wasn't he in there too somewhere? I'm, I'm not sure if he was. I know that Howard Alden recorded all the music. And, uh, uh-huh. But, the, the, you know, even though that's, um, it was Howard playing, the, the movie still starts with a... With a great song by Django Reinhardt called "When Day's Done," and I remember, I remember always liking that sound since I was a kid—the swing, kind of acoustic swing, kind of thing. Uh-huh. And by that time, I was, I felt more able to, perhaps you know, sit down and start working on it. And I guess I gotta move to Paris now. That was about what age for you then, Gonzalo? Uh, I was 22. So you haven't been playing the gypsy jazz style for that terrible long. No, not for that long. No, no, but it's been, but I've been putting a lot of time into it. Yeah, it's so evident. In fact, your album, did I say the name of that album right? Porteña, you know, it's, it's yeah, you said it right, pretty good. Eric. I said it uh, Anglo Porteña, type. if you say it in Spanish, <laughs> it's Porteña Soledad. me on my first listen and the subsequent listens you know we say gypsy jazz sometimes but this album is is so much more influenced by all other types of music as well i mean there's some solid blues licks there's the bossa nova licks there's some stuff that's just straight jazz yeah i obviously enjoy playing a lot one of my favorite things is also to uh, to write music so you know, you can't help it when you start writing a song. Every everything you've listened to throughout your life is really gonna come through, and and that was for me the beauty in Gypsy Jazz. Cause while I was playing blues, it was really hard to to write something. Cause I'm trying to write something, and if it's not, you know, the the typical blues changes, then it's not blues. It's not blues. And with Gypsy Jazz, finally all those doors opened up, and I was able to express myself better that way. So. But even so, you know, I sent that, uh, I sent the city to Pandora the other day, and it finally, and they figure out, they listen to the whole thing, and they, they decide what it sounds like and what style is, what style it should be under, and the genre, and blah, blah. I mean, I thought it was going to be with a gypsy jazz style, but no, it's with the flamenco and Spanish and strange music, so it, it, I don't even know what, you know, what to call it anymore. You know, it's definitely gypsy jazz. We are playing all the Django Reinhardt festivals. 
which we played last night. It's just the music that I hear, and I write it, and we record it, and that's what it sounds like. This album is all originals except one tune. Yeah, except for one tune, yeah. And that's pretty amazing for a debut type um, of CD in this genre. Yeah, we, you know, I wasn't really thinking about that. I just thought that there's so many, there's really, you know, all the gypsies, there's incredible guitar players out there. And I didn't think that anybody was really going to be interested in hearing me playing, blowing over minor swing, you know? So I figured maybe we have something else to say, and, and that would be the way to do it. I think one of the most unique tunes that struck me on this CD was a tune called Insulto. Is there a story there? I mean, it sounded like it had to do with some type of personal experience with immigration or some other family members or people you knew that might have been somewhat assaulted by the INS at some point, or, or, or am I reading that wrong? Yeah, no, no, you're getting it totally right there. A few years ago, you know, I, I really went through a lot of immigration problems and because uh, I wanted to stay here and of course, I'm not sure you know, but it's not really easy to be a resident or, you know, have the permission for them, for them to grant you the permission to work here and live here and blah, blah. So I went through a lot of trouble, a lot, lot of trouble. And also my brother was living here with me and he went through some of the same trouble, but he wasn't as lucky, so at one point he was uh, basically sent back. I don't, I don't remember now for how many years, but basically being banned from coming back. So I remember writing that song at that time. I remember it was so funny because in the blues music I used to sing and everything, so on the back of the CD, there's lyrics to that song. That I hired a singer and we did it with vocals and everything, but it never worked out, so it ended up being instrumental. But yeah, the lyrics are about that. And, funny that back then when the the immigration thing was called INS not not whatever USC they have a different name right now after you know after they granted the, the student visas to the uh, terrorists they changed the name so um same MO but different name they, they, yeah yeah like USIC something I can't remember but anyway um yeah I did it a, it was a pretty important uh Pretty strong, uh, what I say. You know, I felt, I felt. It's loaded with passion. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I was loaded with that too. It felt like that for me too. So, and that's. But it, it was it was funny in the way that you know that insult means insult, and then it being funny that the first three letters happened to be INS too. Yeah. Oh, that is true. How about that? So yeah, it, it's interesting too that I felt that without the lyric. And if I would have known Spanish, I probably could have read this. But uh, even if somebody <laughs> read it to cool. me, well, uh, I wouldn't know. Hopefully, you can you can hear it when when you, the song plays in the beginning. You hear the radio and you hear what they're talking about. Of sometimes it might be a little too quiet, but you might hear that they say something about the borders and immigration and blah blah. Let's go to that right now, and then we'll be back. Okay. With Gonzalo Bagara, here's Insulto 
from Gonzalo's CD. Say that again. It sounds way better in your, your dialect. Insulto from Porteña Soledad. On WTJU, Charlottesville. This week's Time Magazine covers the
This is Eric Steven with WTJU Charlottesville. We're back with Gonzalo Bagara, and we're talking to him about his CD, Portino Soledad. Just some amazing music and amazing passion and stories and his adventure from being a rocker and a bluser as a child to becoming a jazz aficionado and particularly into the gypsy jazz vein. And that tune, we started off with B612, and then we played in Solto, and you can see the difference in styles. Not only can he rip it up, but the passion that comes from a slower beat. recognized I think it was after after I met you I noticed that you also were all over Dan Hicks and the Hot Licks selected shorts yes well not all over his shorts but the CD <laughs> that was my uh, that was my first experience recording in LA when I first got there um, I went it's funny the way it happened I went to the studio to record a demo a blues demo nothing to do with uh, with the gypsy jazz and at the same time, in, the, in another studio, they were recording the Dan Hicks new record. And the record before that, of it, I knew of him, I was a big fan of his. The record, I forgot the name right now, but I really, really liked Beating the Heat, I think. Yes. I really liked And uh, so I, I knew of him instantly, I remembered. And uh, the engineer, this is what I remember, the engineer was complaining that the guitar player they had was, you know in a bad mood and you know blah blah and I don't know what happened anyway so I go home and obviously in the studio I mentioned the guy well you know I play a little bit and of course he doesn't believe me you know I'm playing a Stratocaster through Fender <laughs> Super Reverb you know what do I know about Gypsy Jazz but then that night I get a phone call at home and it's the engineer um, and he wants me to play Gypsy Jazz through the phone he wants me to play I'll See My Dreams which they were recording at that time for that record so I put the phone down and I have to play I See My Dreams. Over the telephone you're doing this. Over the telephone he wanted to hear how I played I See My Dreams. So I play I See My Dreams, I improvised a little bit. And he said, okay, well come tomorrow morning and we'll talk more. So I did, I played that one song. And then um, it just so happened that uh, Tim Hauser, the, uh, from Manhattan Transfer, was producing the record. And he wanted to, he wanted to do um, a lot of different stuff on it. So... He decided to have me on pretty much every song, and and that's how it happened. And it was a it's a great experience. How was it working with Dan? He's pretty sly, dry, fly, and wry. Well, and you know, he gives I those askance glances. The time <laughs> until one last door dub session. Oh, really? Because apparently, what they did is they did all the rhythm tracks with a like a scratch vocal, and then they called all the main instruments to to overdub. 
So I only saw him one time, and it was it was funny. You know that that same personality that you hear is the thing. That's what he's like. He's hilarious. Yeah, I've done about three pieces with him, and and uh, boy, I tell you what, you don't use notes with Dan Hicks at all. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll miss something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you better be paying attention to what's going on. Yeah, he was very nice to me, and it was um, um, you know I was obviously really really excited and happy to be part of that record. So. Certainly a storied career even in in just a few years and and i want to go to a tune here i want to play because you were with the john jorgensen quintet for those couple years touring and i believe you were all over his cd as well you you probably recorded with him in ultra spontane i did i uh, i was able to do that in nashville with him and of course that was also another great opportunity for me and yeah you know um we played for two and a half years and we recorded that cd so so when it came time to do this CD, there's a tune called Meatwad's Revenge on this CD that is just hot, hot, hot. And it, and it starts off with uh, John Jurgensen, not on his guitar, not from his fiery gypsy jazz licks, but a clarinet. Yes. So uh, let's go to that right now, and then we'll be back with let's. Gonzalo Bagara. Here's Meatwad's Revenge off of Gonzalo's CD, Portina Soledad. Thank you. 
back with Gonzalo Bagara and that amazing music off of this CD, Portina Soledad, which was his debut CD. I'm sure he's got other stuff cooking in the future. But one of the particular things they noticed about this music, Gonzalo, is that the band is incredibly tight and incredibly gelled. And as I was reading about you a little bit, uh, I, I see that, what is it, the Trio Gonzalo plus one or something? We, Isn't that a quartet? Have, yeah, we have used that name, but no, basically the the last band that was formed to promote the city and to go out on the road and do uh, pretty much all the shows is uh, under the name of Gonzalo Bergara Quartet. And it's uh, we have Jeffrey Radaich on the rhythm guitar, Brian Netsley on the upright bass, and Rob Hart on the clarinet and tenor sax. Since I've been playing this, I've been through so many rhythm guitar players, so many bass players, and so many other lead instruments. It's so hard to find, you know, the right person, and not only musically, but as, as a person too. You know, you're gonna be on the road. We're gonna be in the road for three weeks together. You know, you better get along. And so I'm really, really excited. And we've been together since February this year. So it's been February of 2009. Yes, yeah, so it's been pretty short. And. This is really the first year, even though the CD came um, came out in January 2008, all the last year I was still trying to put the band together. And this year we book in a lot of shows and starting to tour a lot, pretty much everywhere. So I'm really, really excited about that part. And I'm getting great, great reviews of uh, you know how really tight the band is sounding. Are you touring as a quartet then? Yes, all four of us. So you have the clarinet player with you, and you also play some saxophone. Yes, he uh, mainly clarinet, but does play some saxophone on, uh, on some of the songs. Well, I love that, in, in, in especially in gypsy jazz, when you throw that clarinet in, it it just sparkles. Oh, I love it too, especially Rob. He's a pretty, you know, pretty incredible musician. And I believe Rob has a uh, big clarinet part on, well, it was on the tune we started with, wasn't it? Yeah, B612. B612, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we, we really like the way he plays, so we, we, you know, we try to feature him as much as we can. Well, Gonzalo, it's been such a pleasure catching up with you and hearing about your music, and we'll be spinning it here at WTJU, and anything you do next, please make sure we get it. Oh, Eric, thank you so much. I will, I will, I will make sure, and, and thank you so, so much for having me. This has been a great opportunity. What should we go out with? It's uh, musician's pick. We need something happy, right? It doesn't matter. The passion we I we've only. I number nine, agridulce. And, and that's agridulce. Yes, agridulce, which means sour sweet or bitter. It's basically that expression, bittersweet. And this one really cruises nicely. Yeah, yeah, people like that one. I like that one too. All right, here you go. Say it one more time for us. Agridulce. From Gonzalo Bagara. Thanks so much, Gonzalo. All right, Eric. Thanks so much. Gonzalo Bagara.
Folk and Beyond with Air Stephen for a journey into contemporary folk music from all over the planet.